We're back like we've never been before. Well, we've never been here before. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Sauce Have Mercy. Now, here's our host, the man who thinks Willy Wonka should have his own national holiday. Because growing up, he thought the tooth fairy was cheap. Here he is, our own Sauce Baby. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Shouts to Gary G. That was a good one, man. You know, growing up, I always had that knack, that sweet tooth. But we're here, yes, live from Boxo. I'm your boy, Sauce Baby, alongside Sir Huey of Cumberland. Welcome, welcome. It's good to have you, brother. Yeah, and it's good to be here, and it's good that you're here. Yeah, and it's good to have you here. Beautiful day. <laughs> the Lord giveth. Right, man. It's a beautiful studio you got here, man. Well, it's comfortable, and it works. We're living in a crazy world now, right? Before, it was the man and his brother. Those two guys own the show. Right, and right. you got on your knees, you walked in the door, you did your job, and they give you a little show. They throw you a little bit of this, right, and right. as long as you kept it online. But now, yeah. it's busting wide Like open. I said, we're live. Boxo Studios, a lot of lights in here, a lot of cameras, guitars, and we about to get into some action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you all, man. Let's, like I said, let's get into these questions, man, Huey. First thing I wanted to ask you is, okay, you run an inconvenience store. What do you sell? Oh, man, you got to sell uh, head shop stuff. It always works, brings the kids in, rolling papers. Inconvenience. Inconvenience <laughs> store. Then you got to, oh, what's the shittiest stuff, right? It's inconvenient, right? Oh, so. man, see? Good thing you made it clear. I would say if you're running an inconvenience store, what you got to sell is old school pop that you can't open because you got no twist off. <laughs> People don't understand back in the day there was that was a luxury. There's yeah, no right, such right. thing. That's yeah. technology. People yeah. People talk about tech like it's in a phone now, like a fucking spoon is technology. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta either use your teeth or you gotta yeah. Go and buy so a can many teeth got <laughs> fucked up. People doing that, opening bottles like, with their teeth. Right <laughs> that showed how cool. Right, what you, you got for me? What you got for me? Yeah, you could flip that thing. Yeah. All right, so this one is something a lot of people gotta deal with uh, if they grow up in a religious family. The parents are super religious. And so you say, you say you got a super religious mom and you don't believe in God. Right. Okay. And uh, I guess a lot of it depends on how old you are, but you know, how okay, would you, okay. uh, what would be the best way to, 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 to deal with that? Super religious parent. Like, how do I tell her that I, that I'm, I don't yeah, believe in God or I'm not believe. going to church? Yeah. Man, back in my days, I had to get my ass busted. That you know what I'm saying? A... But I, man, I don't, to tell you the honest <laughs> truth. I, I'm just, I'm waking up, I'm like, man, mom, I got the shibby-jibbies, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not going to church today, man. I, I can't, like, you know, my stomach's turning from that 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 uh, leftover tuna you made last night. You know what I'm <laughs> so, I, I don't know, I, I just can't go. I can't weeks go. Like, God's not talking that, to me right now, man. Yeah. God's not, you know, that's probably how I deal with that. But I mean, hey, man. Uh, what's the most underappreciated invention of all time? Oh, man, probably toilet paper. Take it for granted, but before toilet paper, maybe they had a house rag, or or maybe they hired somebody for that shit. I don't know. A um, personal ass wiper. Yeah, personal <laughs> ass wiper. Because you think if you stacked up the rolls of toilet paper, that would be bigger I mean, amount ever. In the Victorian man. days, you might have had to use some newspapers it or whatever. It'd be crazy, what but yeah, that? sure. When we think about it, we appreciate it. But every day, no, never appreciate it. All right. Now I got a question for you. If uh, what's one thing that an animal does that amazes you, and a, any animal, mm. pick one. An animal or one that you know all what? animals. You know what? Do. Actually, to be honest, back home in Barbados, right, we have these things called flying fish. 
man, do they, they those things taste amazing, okay? Fried flying fish, like a lot of all, shout out to my West Indians, you know, a lot of them know about that. Trinidad, actually, you Trinidadians, man, stop stealing our flying fish, <laughs> actually, because they're actually like migrating to Trinidad, right? So they just they be jumping in and out of the water with their with their little wings, you know what I'm saying? So something that's always growing up is kind of fascinating me, flying fish, you know, they got the the little wings on them, yeah. you know, and they taste hella amazing. Not what you expect. Yeah, you know. Uh, what's your favorite insult that doesn't include any curse words? Shut up, big mouth. <laughs> that one sounds like something someone in grade three would say, right? Yeah, you use yeah. something like shut up, big mouth, and if there's no curses in it. It makes the person furious because they realize when they respond, they can't really ramp it up from there. If they do, they lose. And then they're searching their mind for something that sounds like something a cute little three-year-old would say. Yeah. So that's for all your, your <laughs> good people out there. Shut up, big mouth. All right. Have you ever woken up in the middle of a dream and the dream was so interesting that you want to go back, see the end of it? Okay. And if so, do you remember that dream? Oh man, that's that's definitely a no-brainer. Shout out to Justin Bieber. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> but no, honestly, um, I mean, pff, these two like hell of amazing porn stars. Or actually, no, actually one isn't a porn star. Shouts to Stacy Dash. You know, growing up, always watching Clueless. She was just my like. That was just my my candy crush. Like I'm I'm, I'm missing Name school. Like I'm that, late the for dice school. Was that and Saved by the Bell had me late yeah. for sad me. You know, yeah. not Saved by the Bell, yeah. but like no, Stacy Dash. Shouts to you, Mama. You, I mean, you just a lot of you glorious. You knew she days. was gonna have an interesting. Yeah, life. and I I definitely wanted to go back to sleep. Yeah. And that was a dream. <laughs> so it was a series of dreams, perhaps. Right. Right. Stacy Dash and and this porn star by the name of Ayana Angel. Uh-huh. Shouts to you both. Mwah. Oh, God bless your souls. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going back to sleep for you guys. Long, we, ain't, we ain't waking up. We don't plan on waking up. Sleep. Okay, back to a bit of the uh, the grocery store thing. You run a grocery store. What do you sell? So it's gross. Oh, grocery store. Grocery store. So right. you're, What's you're, you're gross appealing then? probably to the nine-year-old boy, right? Because <laughs> like, there's no one who really loves the gross. I, I can't say that. I had a girlfriend, <clears throat> Karen, a sweetheart, but she was into the whole zombie thing, right? And the fucking zombies, the more gross you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. the better with the zombies. So <laughs> I would think that you would cater to your zombie crowd for sure, right? <laughs> Lots of brain spilling out, half a teeth and whatnot. But pretty much Anything that's anything expired, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Anything <laughs> down at the Koreans at the corner store there, but the but the orange juice from two thousand and seven out there, and they're sure they're gonna sell it one of these days, man. Uh. Not on me. All right, the last text you received magically got printed on a T-shirt, and you got to wear it for the rest of the day. What does it say? Oh wow, let's 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 check right now. Um, could be a winner. The mule. <laughs> Look at that. That's a good one. The mule. Shouts to my boy Sammy Rosti, man. He was, you know, he was, we was, you know, he was chopping up, going for a few drinks at the mule. So he said, you know, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Him and my next home, he said, you know, we're about to meet up. And he said, you know, the mule. So it'll be, it'll be the mule. Sweet. It was a, it was a bar. Shouts to, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Shouts to the H, Hamilton. You already know, man. The mule. I see y'all over there. Soon y'all gonna have to pay me for that shout out, though. Yeah, man, it's the one. Mule. It's one big city now, right? The nine hundred five and the four one six. Right, right, man. We, 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 you know, we colliding, man. We, you know, you know what I'm saying. We. It's the know. Borg. <laughs> Shouts to the nine hundred five and the four one six and the four three sevens and all these new area codes oh, that we I got don't now. Even know. The two eight nine actually. I'm shows. hiding. Like an old man, just leave me alone. The mule. But Remember I mean, the day they- there was no. 
numbers before that just seven digits that you was it we all shared right, yeah right, you live right. in st catharines of toronto and it would just be right, like right. six eight before four, the two, mega one, city seven, nine. And, right yeah nobody had it. And i looked at an old business card of mine so i was already in business for myself back 18 right. 19 years old yeah, and i'm yeah. like no area code yeah crazy but a lot of uh innovative a lot of new uh, restaurants that i've been seeing out here that i've been really been happy with but uh, i'm not gonna say too many names like i said you know soon y'all gonna have to have to yeah. pay me some advertising yeah, money true. man best guest secret you know? no more right most stuff ah uh, what is the most underappreciated invention of all time? Underappreciated, okay. That's uh, different than the toilet paper one. So uh, uh, I would say that the most underappreciated invention of all time is the air sickness bag. How's that work? The because what did people do before? They would have to throw up in their hat because guys wore hats back then. I think everyone wore hats. So they probably had pukey hats and they'd have to bring an extra hat when they're taking an airplane ride. And then <laughs> someone's like, why don't we just have a bag but leave the back blank because guys are going to invent cars and draw them on the back of puke bags. And the best part about the whole story is going to be that it was designed on the back of a puke bag. <laughs> okay. So, And I know that's actually happened to a few times. So that's why I say it vaults it all the way up into super should be super appreciated right right all right what's a word or phrase that can be used to calm someone down without saying relax or calm down hmm. cool nah <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll, a lot of my a lot of my torontonians west indians they know that, that that's the phrase you know what i'm saying well, a lot of jamaicans say we just say cool nah you know, so just like, you know, that's another way of saying easier, calm down, like, you know, or easier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool, no? <laughs> another thing I love the internet for, you see people say you're into cars. You got guys building cars up Canada, but up different parts of Canada. Right, right. In the States, different parts of States, England, Australia, and they got their own little terminology and right, things, right. but they got the common thing that, that binds them all together. Right, right. And they have their own little show and get out there. It's fucking, I love it. Their own you sequence know? of, yeah. I love it's it. Like their you own know, we're, all, we're all part of this world, man. Yeah, it's a way of kind of like, you know, connecting and yeah. exchanging. Your and realizing there's so many more of us than there are of them. You right, know, we're yeah. spread out. But the one thing that we just don't have is a way to get together. Right, now we're communicating together. almost like a like a yeah. live forum type yeah. of yeah. All right, this is a race baity one. Oh, no, is it my turn? Actually, it was, right. you stole my turn. All right. Uh, what is something that you don't want or need but simultaneously don't want to throw away? Oh, intimacy. <laughs> uh, no. <clears throat> My ex, ex, ex girl. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's tough for me. I try not to be a pack rat. You know, I, I, I hate throwing things out, though. I love to repurpose. I'm always making something out of something or looking at something going, oh, man, that's got another life in yeah, it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to use that for this or use that for that. Yeah. And when you have a house, it's you can start playing that game. Day, yeah, right, being in right. an apartment, you had to either leave that shit in your locker and just move in the <laughs> car and when stuff you could put in a car right. or it was con that decision was being made for you right right and now it's like i've been here over 20 years you can let that shit pile up right, right so right. you got to all the time when you go through it, it's like what do i what can't i live without but what can i that i'm not going to turn into another storage yeah, facility yeah <laughs> and something sometimes that you know we're 
when you're young, you don't notice as much, and then you hit a certain age and you start counting the years you got left instead of the number of years you've been on this world, right? And then all of a sudden, that thing, you're like, I got this from my old man, or I've had this since I was 16. Right, Maybe right. I'll hang on to this and give this to my kids, even if you don't have kids, right? Yeah, I yeah, sold yeah. life insurance, and they made you buy a life insurance policy. I was 27. Right. I didn't have kids until I was 40. But for some reason, I kept paying the, the dues on that policy. And sure enough, that came along a time where it's like nice to have an insurance policy because you got something that's worth insuring it, right? Of course, so, of course. So if something just kind of find it hard to throw out, don't throw that shit out. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Find, get someone else to watch it for you, especially if it's like stolen. <laughs> All right, I got one for you okay. that should be easy. All right. <laughs> What's the uh, some of the whitest phrases you know? There must be some classics. Oh wow, the whitest phrases. Um, well, there's one that's a word, um, and it's obvi. <laughs> right? That's that's pretty. I mean, that's that's popping that's these obvi. days. That's that's obvi. Um, and then, I mean, like, dude, look at the rack on her. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it'd that probably be, be those two. Yeah, and yeah. obvi be obvi, and I mean, just look at the rack on her. You know, opposed to like, you know, we would say like tits or like, look at those titties, man. Or look at those juicy, plumpy, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's ripe like prune. Yeah. There's ripe like prune. Because rack the nipples doesn't are come ripe. to mind unless it's a rack of something you <laughs> right, desire, right? right? I guess you're supposed to fill in the blanks. And I mean, I desire that. <laughs> yeah. As that rack said. on the rack. <laughs> Bouncing all up and down, Stacy Dash. Shout to you, so I had an angel. Shouts security, to you, security. Yeah, shouts to the rack on. The... <laughs> yeah. What's a historical myth that uh, you'd wish people would stop sharing as a fact? Historical myth that people would stop. But the, again, what is? I'm just learning. This whole idea that weak is strong and strong is weak and history is written by the winners and it would be wonderful if only it were true. And history is a very slippery slope in its own right. Okay. You can read a book about World War II that's written 40 years ago. Read one, uh, a book that's used in the high school curriculum today from 30 years ago, one from 20 years ago, and one from 10 years ago, right. and one today, and you will see the war has changed. The war is right, still right. a war, but how we teach what happened and what went down in World War II is going to be at the whim of the political masters of the day, and the right. people who hold sway. Of course. So it's like, this is the sort of thing where I could list a whole bunch of stuff where you know, people could be like, oh, talk about anything from JFK having his head blown off, where it's like, you know, there's pictures of bullets it what lodged in the windshield and you know showing that there was like up to eight shooters and all kinds of things that in one side is like very well known and yet there's a bunch of people who will hold fast that it, history says because it's not been officially proven wrong that one crazy guy uh lee harvey oswald shot him and then was killed right, by right. this this hero of america jack ruby who you know just happened to 
sneak a gun into the Dallas police station and, and murder him in front of the cameras, right? But people look at it as kind of more of a fact. Yeah, right people now. have to do their own history, their own... Due diligence. Their, really, yeah. it's true, and you yeah. have to get the pieces together and say, this is an actual court case. This was an actual... Yeah. Um, Start using uh, your resources wisely, people. Yes, and engage. Right. Don't be afraid right. of discourse and discussion. Don't be afraid of being wrong. If you Don't turn be afraid out that, to engage now. Yeah, if you were wrong, that means you're closer to being right. I'm not talking about right right and wrong as far as how you feel. I'm talking about actual history where people saying this happened. You got to write, you got to write your wrongs on on this date. Cause we're, you know, it's a, it's a, my dad lives out West and he's kind of turned into a full blown, you know, very socialist out there. Cause that's just the temperature of the water for the the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and we were talking about the, them taking down a statue of Johnny, Right, McDonald right. in Victoria, right? So they have a municipal government that's got mm-hmm. an ideology and they state it quite openly. Right. And they would like to see society reflect what they believe and what they see. And you're going to get a case where there's never going to be a referendum because the referendum wouldn't support it. Right. And they're they're saying, like we're to foresee within their yeah, own we're going, We're yeah. looking in the future that we have to drag you troglodytes kicking and screaming into the future and we're and we're going to use these methods to book burn and eliminate history and it's like let's talk about it and if there's and if Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm, if there's mm -hmm. things that were happened to the first nations community let's make sure it doesn't happen again right and let's bring it out to the open and put it in historical perspective right and then start to look and say if this guy wasn't a white man and say it was a white woman would he be vilified or would he be seen as at the time he was actually fairly progressive like our parents used to say us don't assume the ass out of ume yeah right you know don't you know see and i'm in my 50s so i'm the first generation that was raised on the sesame street kind of of philosophy we get along and you don't judge people and if you do it's by the content of their character right it was the true first civil rights leaders like what Martin who Luther were killed said, by right? the deep state, right? right it's right. like, you know, Martin Luther King is like, you don't want that right. getting you out, just took the words out of my mouth. You don't right? want yeah. getting that out of there. Right. You know, same with these comedians. Comedians cut home to people with the truth. And I mean, it's a lot like, of the media to blame too. Well, like, the media is, a, is an invention, right? People, right, right. People, I think the idea you your was CNNs like, and you yeah, know. let's talk about the news. What's the model of the news? You ask people right then and there, that's the historical lie that's going to shape their future because they're still believing that a successful news organization becomes successful and derives their revenue right. from people this who wish to advertise comes into with play. someone who is honest right. and accurate. So therefore, you can set your watch to it. Yes. And those are the people I... And so that has this capital when in fact... The, the the guys who owned the mines and the guys who own the newspaper, the forest <laughs> business, <laughs> owned the newspaper because yeah, yeah, he yeah. wanted to make sure that nobody was shitting on his yeah, business and yeah. his political opponents were squashed. Right. So he used his money to control. He's got his reputation yeah. to uphold. Though. So the, it's yeah. forever the press has been used as a mouthpiece for the powerful. Right. So we just have to get out of that belief. Up to this very day. That right. it's yeah. anything but that, right? It's like you yeah. you got the, in the States, you got the attorney general who's drawing a Venn diagram saying at four in the morning, the FBI calls these We got to stop being statistics. Yeah. And, as a mass, we, we, right, we have to. And, and repeating because be yeah, there's a race. Everyone wants to right. be first and no one really cares about being accurate anymore. Right, right. And the feels, right? Because the feels mean. Uh, you're you're motivating people, I guess, and so it's like you want to get people to push something and react. So 
the manipulation of humanity's triggers has has now got a pretty short chain to the dollar, right? right? And I yeah. and I remember again. I'm old enough. I remember uh-huh. talking about uh, pollution, and they were like, "Until you put a dollar amount on the ecology, right. people are going to pollute. As soon as it costs them to pollute, then they'll change their ways." And we have seen yeah. that, I think. All right, I got this is a doozy for her, okay? Growing right, up. Right, so so me, this, is, this, is diff- me, this is a different time. So growing up, and you can name different ages and different ones, but what was your okay. favorite TV show? And I remember the one you'd run home, right? It's oh, like you wow. don't want to miss it because this was before TiVo, right? <laughs> Man, hands down, like I, I, I definitely have to say, I mean, obviously we have our like Fresh Princes, and our, but I mean, I, I got to say Family Matters, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shouts to Urkel, Carl. man. I got to, you know, Carl, Carl and, you know. Yeah. And then I think more to the latter years, like the the, uh, the junior high days, it was like Malcolm in the middle. Yeah. Right? I mean. That was good writing on that show. Definitely. Definitely. Were you always attracted to that? Like intelligent yeah, and, and writing? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, just like the whole, I mean, kind of like, um, well, and then going on more later, there's like everybody hates Chris, but I mean just the the whole yeah. third person effect yeah. and 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 what he's thinking and yeah. the, right his thought process. So I mean yeah, those though I I mean I'd narrow it down between those two. But family matters is always just like what you said that just coming home to that like yeah. that just that family. I gotta have my my nice little snacks and hors d'oeuvres, my nice my nice setting. I gotta be in that. It's almost like I'm watching the the, yeah. the, the raps game. Fat, like Fat Albert for me. I remember when I lived in a little town called Chesterville, and it was yeah. like hey hey hey, yeah, it's yeah. Fat. and it was the music stuff that I realized that now because I got into music, right. became musician, and but at the time it yeah. was you know Spider Man was awesome. The riffs in that in that cartoon were great and right, uh, right. and Scooby-Doo too you know mm-hmm, lots mm-hmm. of classic kind of course, funky yeah. rock and roll riffs on that right. and Fat Albert there was always a, a, yeah, a yeah. tune that they jammed out well, and, Fat Albert and, was and definitely a classic that you one cartoon did, did it for me too was Hey Arnold like I used to love that and then the Rugrats of course yeah. I mean, there, was a, there was a few cartoons that I mean that were like that, that touched the spot but I mean, in terms of like, like you know, like sitcom or that family. I mean, they have family mm-hmm. matters hands down, right? They, they, I mean, there, there's there's too many to, to mention, but that was the original one yeah. that kind of touched. And uh, like back home, I mean, even when I say back home, like a lot of my like, like um, I mean, with my grandparents and stuff in Barbados, they used to. I mean, family matters is always because you only get like a selective few yeah. shows out there, you know, that in terms of like like from North America, that, yeah. right? I mean. And then um, there was this one show too that I used to love, man. It was um, it was um, there were two of them that because I remember going to New York. There were City Guys and Hang Time. Those were some like pretty dope like shows that were supposed to take place in in, in New York City. Yeah. Um, there was one called um, oh, it was like a, a New York based show. I can't even remember the name. So that was and your escape, PD, right? It's yeah, like a lot like, of people. You know, yeah. This is what America looks like. And of course, Clueless, as I mentioned earlier, shouts to Stacey Dash, and you know, yeah. like yeah. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Kidding, you know? So at what age do you, was the internet, like a functioning internet, like always pretty right. much a part of your life? Or was uh, did it only really kind of come in in your like late childhood where you had access to it and could uh, use it for stuff? I would say that probably in, at what age? Like maybe like 14 yeah. or like as far as if which is right about the age when your your brain starts getting strong enough to right. figure stuff out too to be like i mean opposed to like now like the i mean you got like three-year-olds that are like you know yeah, I mean, yeah. just so adaptive Scary. to these times yeah so it's it's crazy i mean like 
with with what you didn't have opposed to now you know what i mean in technology and yeah. just within the touch of your phone or an ipad right so yeah. it's, it, i remember after we used to have to drive out to burlington to pay a company by yeah. check to, to provide the internet service and it came over the the phone line at 14.4 bits per second. Like a lot of these millennials won't know the feel. To, I mean, they can always go back and see what we saw, but it's yeah. just like like the actual, you know, like, like being just there during those times. Just their access to 24-hour hardcore porn. Like they have no, <laughs> no idea, right? What we'd suffer through for a fuzzy little picture on, a, on the scrambled picture that was probably just fuzzy boobs to start with because it was a VHS copy that had been played a thousand. Right. There's another right. thing they don't understand, right? I could, as a studio owner at the time, none of this stuff was broadcast quality because to make the jump to have a, a mechanical analog system that was good enough to broadcast, you were talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Where now, literally, with digital, you can use your phone. And, and before, like we said, it was just all magazines, man. Shouts to Hugh Hef, man. RP, yeah, man. You know what I mean? That's what you got people, what they were willing to do. And the Going library. Into the convenience stores and just like, you know, yeah. that's probably what I'd sell in, a, in an inconvenience store. store. <laughs> and I have just that whole section, because now it's not like what it used to be, right? Yeah. But I mean... You know, the magazines are like twenty three dollars. I'd bring now. them back, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd bring them back like some of those epic comic books. Shouts yeah. to Gary. Gary knows how we do with yeah. the comics. Or man. like we the cracked and the mad. You'd have to go in and read them like ten seconds at a time because you're getting shit. I just gave me an idea. We might have to have, have to uh, come up with like a porn comic uh, halfway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure Gary's got a whole box of those. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple. From Japan that speaking we don't of talk comics, about. Actually, speaking of comics, actually, if all of the Avengers had had to set, um, or if all the Avengers had to get normal jobs, what would some of them be? Okay, well, Hulk, normal jobs. Hulk, Hulk, I think absolutely would would get a job as a security guard because he's going to be typecast, right? He couldn't go in and say, you know what, I really want to paint. Uh, I really want to paint daisies, right? And they'd be like, dude, no, it's not happening, right? And I would assume that basically any of them could get any job they wanted to because they're superheroes, right? <laughs> right, right. So it would be like, <laughs> are they going to be satisfied? Is the pay scale going to... Because no one ever talks about how these guys get paid in their superhero well, shit, America's right? job, either. Yeah, it's like, how do they... Like, Bruce Wayne's just rich, so I'm assuming it's investment money. Is, does <laughs> Spider-Man still live with Aunt May, you know? So are you going <laughs> to live in the basement or whatever forever? I don't know, man, so... Um, who Bruce else? Wayne's got his, in, Captain his investing fund company. Captain America's a chick now, right? <laughs> or is that uh, Iron, Iron Man? Iron Man. Iron Man is a is a female. Or yeah. No. Tell I'm, him, Gary. I'm done. He is now. He's I'm done. See, because Iron Man's a he, she now. Because Robert Downey Jr. Made it such an iconic character. They were like, "I shall destroy you and your celebration of all that is male." <laughs> it's like, all right, go yeah. woke, get broke. Yeah. You'll find out. Yeah. No, that's it. So I'm gonna, I, you I, know, I, even the tech one was off the top. So, yeah. so for me, I got one question for you because we were talking about cartoons yes. a little bit in the in the same sort of light right? right what was uh <clears throat> if you had a uh, a uh live show 
I think okay. this is something that's missing. It's live music. Right. But they do have like the Disney on Ice and the extravaganzas kids come to. What was the first show you remember where you went in? Live? You, yeah, where you paid a, something at the door and there's a big crowd of people and you had your head blown. Hairspray, probably. Yeah. Hairspray, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hairspray. What theater was that at? Well, definitely Remember? wasn't Disney on Ice. No, for sure. It, was it definitely off, off wasn't Broadway. at the Cobbs Coliseum. Yeah. It was definitely downtown Toronto. At the yeah. But he's of Wales times, or God probably, right? Hairspray. But it was, you know, it was epic, right? Yeah. To see that live. And, you know, I mean, coming really from the theater. Coming stuff. from the theater background that I, I mean, I used to like, it was like every week I used to, uh, they used to pay us a stipend. I, I mean, coming from the school for the arts, I was at uh, involved with the Soul Pepper Theater Company. Yeah. Where where we did something there, and I, I remember playing this character called Susu Suman Guru or something like from one of the African descents. But it was like, yeah, it was pretty epic. And I mean, I always had to appreciate live theater growing up, you know, and being involved. And like I said, and doing drama and uh, shouts to the Claude Watson School for the Arts, um, Cardinal Carter Academy for the Arts, where it's just like, yeah, it's just it's hands on, and you know, you learn to appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, and I used to go to to Stratford a lot too. To see a lot of live theater. It really theater. is cool how you go to a play and within 10 seconds you're transported to no, New England for, or whatever it right, is. Right. People, until they do it, it they don't you appreciate to like you're it. You're in a, a different hemisphere, yeah. in a different, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and, and you and don't waste any time you. questioning that where, right. where every five minutes you're like, you realize you're sitting in a wooden chair in, in southern Ontario right. watching a bunch of actors. And yeah. it's like, no. I'm there, man. Like, this and is I mean, right it's, out of... It's, you appreciate that with, like, using so little of what you have, right? And, I mean, opposed to, like, where it's, like, you know, the camera's doing so much for you. Yeah. And I mean, yes. you appreciate that raw talent, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the arts is a gift. and I really, Definitely. I, think I mean, even growing up, my, my mother always used to say to me, you don't want to be a starving artist. you got to have, like, yeah. a like a, like a a skill trade or be, like, you know, like, with acting, it's, like, real estate in the sense when you don't know when your next pay or your next job is yeah. going to be so like you don't want to be a starving artist go get a skill trade like your yeah. your dad she's or your smart. uncle she's like smart. you know what i mean but and, uh, it's in I, I guess now we're in the time where you got to create the jobs for yourself as we're doing here yes. or online take it take take advantage of this, this whole is, viral uh community yeah that, and as know. long as we support independent media people shout out there it's like when you hear about all the bullshit that's going on with uh, them choking off independent content. I don't care if it's somebody you don't like. You allow, you celebrate that they have the right to say it. Right. If nothing more, then you can talk them down and sh expose them for being idiots, right? Right, right. With your superior intellect, your superior ideas. Of course, right. <clears throat> but when we go down this idea that we're allowing corporations to decide who can say what and who can right. who can who can derive an income yep. and who can have a reputation it's just like you have to you, be against you, it you, you have, have to, to be against you gotta it you got to take a stand yeah you have to take you a stand to, on something yeah. like that and i think it's being soft you like they say you stand for nothing you fall for anything yeah. right they soft pedal that they say but how do you cook a frog you can't throw the frog in the hot water <laughs> jump right out you raise the temperature right, right. a couple degrees at a time yeah, yeah. until the don't even realize that it's too dopey and it's half done. And then you know what I missed. What I wanted to ask you actually though was one of the one, one that I missed. Uh, forgot to ask you was what was a veggie that you hated as a child that you still hate now? As oh now? yeah, <laughs> let me think. 
You know what? There's one is Brussels sprouts, which I remember really oh, loving, real sprouts, and then coming man. back and thinking I love these, and then having them, and I they were so bitter. I think it's the way you got to saute them. them. You got to put a little to be seasoning. Done right, right, yeah, right. So you gotta, is, I'm in the in between. Yeah. I'm waiting. I got to buy them again, and then take my time. I had Whatever. some good Brussels sprouts at Earl's yeah, the other day, they, man. They are. Yeah. Kind of cabbages. Yeah. The kind of cabbages. Right, right, right. What's food that you wish I feel like they eat? can't be too crunchy or they also can't be like too, too mushy. Yeah. Right. Because then you need. You, Overboiled, yeah. or, right? Because yeah. if you cut one in half and you look at the. It's like a work of art in the way the, the tiny little gaps of air. Right. The, the ridges, the wave. Butter, and yeah, you're right, the fire right. and the oil and whatnot. Yeah. I was and, talking to Gary about the sandwich. And the sandwich gets <laughs> run down with the whole bake me a sandwich, this and that. And it becomes a, something, you know far less than what it could and should be and a sandwich is a glorious thing and uh, I just Gary was having a good time chuckling to me describing and my mouth is watering as I started talking about this wonderful broasted chicken that was on sale <laughs> Gary's like man what the fuck what, what, what's, what's yeah, going on with you yeah. right now Huey man I was calling my, you got, call my you, girl you saying come from over the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make you a damn chicken sandwich <laughs> so I showed some self love I made myself some chicken sandwiches and they were so good you're starting to get Gary worried he now, was like Gary. and I showed him the uh the bread, right? At Fortino's, there's this restaurant for people who don't know in Southern Ontario, Fortino's. Right, right, right. And for the Fortino's. rich people go, right? right it's right, got right. everything. The bakery section's bigger. That's like your Italian yeah. uh, um, Sobeys. Yeah, there. it's, it's yeah. It, the, the, the bakery's bigger than a lot know. of grocery oh, stores. Yeah. Yeah. So I went in and I looked at that. These rich fuckers, they got a bread that they use just for stuffing because it's called stuffing bread. And I realized it's not for stuffing. They put all the spices from the stuffing into the bread so i made the chicken sandwich on the stuffing bread and it's like you're eating the stuffing and the turkey at the holiday man, time man, gary but gary's about to hire you a personal yeah. chef man. You need- <laughs> i'm gonna be part of the show like you show how people eat for 10 bucks a day eat healthy and delicious you know right, right. two dollar breakfast three dollar lunch five dollar dinners yeah. right budget that there's yeah. my 70 bucks and then there's my Times two is a lot of fancy apps now too. By the way, where, where you can uh, with the meal prep and really people just right. use that shit to have people deliver food. To I mean, them. I, find, I find like a lot of parents are just finding it easier because I got. I mean, they, they it comes with the ingredients packed. Yeah, so I bet fifty percent of kids right? can't even make a grilled without doing the kind of yeah. All right, man. This is always we live fun. from Boxo Studios, man. Yeah, man. It's definitely a blast. We'll be back definitely, man. Shout some man, Huey. The Huey we talk soon sauce of Cumberland. Man. Yeah. Not too much sauce in those Brussels Not sprouts, Not too much. Though. Just the right yeah, amount. Ju- you got to brush right, it on. Just a touch, right? Yeah. Beautiful thing. <laughs> All right.